Stavescape All material things The vastness of thought And indeed all ideas Concepts and the various events That play out in the grand theater of life Hangs between a balance of opposites Fire and ice these are the original polarities of the universe, which set all else into the current positioning of the stars in the heavens, the movement of celestial bodies throughout the universe, space-time continuum, and indeed, all the thoughts moving inside of your head. Because this primordial truth is known to us, we must make use of this knowledge so as to live a better life, physically, socially, and spiritually. So, let's delve into the code that runs the gamut behind this veil of the material world. Okay, so, well, your life is full of possibilities. The potential for your future includes the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you experience in the world is, in part, based upon the thoughts you entertain and project, as well as what information is seeded into something called the Orlog. In modern times, the Orlog is sort of brushed aside as a concept of uh, the subconscious. But the mechanism itself is more complex, more complex than some kind of abstract receptacle in the back of the brain, as some experts would have you believe. Surely it isn't a dream waste bin for our most annoying thoughts. No, it isn't. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. To know something of this occult truth, we, well, it will save a lot of people who are ordinarily locked in the dark due to the controlling powers of the world its institutions, the education system, and an ignorance of ancient knowledge that has been refashioned into a false sense of knowing our place in society, as opposed to the ultimate realization of the world and an awakening to our spiritual counterparts, psychical components, and a loyalty to uphold order against the giant powers of chaos. Many people today have been led astray and made to believe that humanity is a thing to be crushed, tortured, poisoned, and ultimately exploited before people are at length utterly destroyed. We see this in the films and TV shows we watch. 
the results of this negative self-destructive transformation of human to something else can be observed in the popular art and pseudo-media culture, albeit NFTs are a great example of this today. This is because if we forget where we came from, and if we lose respect for ourselves, if you lose respect for yourself, well, we'll follow anything the system feeds us. If you lose respect for yourself, they, all capital letters, can make you do anything. Having said that, let us first deal with problems which we can solve. It makes no sense to go out into the world unprepared, disarmed of spiritual knowledge, ancestral gifts of the gods, and then expect that we can be anything other than the robots controlled by authoritarian groups plotting the end of the human species. Right, so, what we have to do is take a journey, make a spiritual trek. In this case, it's Stavescape, because the code that runs the universe is sometimes referred to as staves. These are also called runes, and the old tongue it is known as runa. Our ancients knew the gods and goddesses and were in tune to the forces of the universe, the cosmos, and had a degree of command over nature, both its beast and the weather. There are numerous accounts recorded of this apparent atmos kinetic power that was held by the Druids and wielded by ancient Greek necromancers when these peoples invaded ancient Erin, which today we know as Ireland. The evidence of the mysterious disappearance of Atlantis can be found in the Black Sea, and remnants of the culture of the people from the Black Sea are throughout the world, including the circular runes in Ukraine, which resemble to great detail the description of Atlantis given to us by Plato, who claimed the Egyptians described the city. From the Kabbalion, we read of Hermes coming to Egypt, possibly later known as Mercury or as Thoth, but there is a great degree of history which may have been misconstrued or perhaps even changed, altered by some intention. I think the old saying is that uh, history is written by the winners. As some authorities like uh, Blumetti believe that the runes did not originate from the northern lands in the very beginning of time, but were already in most of Europe long before the Vikings earned the honor of being the people to whom the runes are most often attributed. And of course, for the record, there are inconsistencies even in the interpretation of ancient Norse lore, though I'm bound to agree with Idrid Thorsen when he pondered if that perhaps Loki 
was merely the darker side of Odin himself and not a separate god to himself. As we learn from Brumetti's wisdom in lectures on Teutonic lore, that Odin, uh, that Odin himself hunts with a legion of ghost warriors who prey upon the unwary incarnate. That uh, doesn't sound um, benevolent. And, of course, this could be superstition. Um, perhaps it was a story meant to be interpreted by people who thought very differently than we do today. But now, that's enough of this chin music. Perhaps we'd better start doing some things tonight to ready ourselves for a stave-scape into the Orlog. In our contemporary times, the majority of individuals experience problems in a rather similar way. Everything is externalized, projected. For instance, things and events that disturb our peace of mind must be somebody else's wrongdoing. Or, when things go awry for a nation, then it must be the fault of a governing body of individuals. Well, to improve your results with rune staves and working with the Orlog, we must first recognize how we ordinarily, albeit routinely, relate to what we believe to be our problems. When you begin your work in Vril, Fire and Ice video course, you will often discover that many problems stemming from others are not truly your problems, but unknowingly you will attach yourself to the thoughts and emotional energies of other individuals without bothering to consult your Orlog. Now then, to remedy this, we practice chanting of the runes, visualization, and meditating in contemplation of the grand greatness of these wonderful life-saving glyphs that we call rune staves. So, as I always remind my students in psionics that we begin this journey as an inward trek and then branch outward to change reality, I will also reiterate this train of thought to my students of virology and of the runes so as to impart wisdom and good fortune to you all. This is because you begin bringing in good positive vibes that we know as Vril, or as George Lucas coined it, the Force, to use a modern term. Hmm? But by first turning off those routines which are adverse to our well-being, such as buying into the nonsense of other people's activities, and, of course, projecting our own anxieties onto others. That counts as well. We're only responsible for ourselves, for our own actions. The universe will take care of the rest. So, begin by starting to relax. Close your eyes and listen to the sound of your breathing. Wear earplugs if you need to tone down external distractions and just allow your mind to quiet itself naturally as it will 
when you listen to your breathing. Spend a few minutes doing this every day and you'll start to feel more in control of yourself and the feelings that you have, the feelings that you have will be better because you'll be more aware of what energies like external emotions you allow or do not allow to enter your personal sphere of consciousness. Of course, to take this party forward into the realms of the gods, you will begin your study of Vril, Fire and Ice video course, and take advantage of all the knowledge that has been hidden to the general public. This will give you peace of mind and a new personal power. This we call Vril. In tonight's closing, I want to thank all of you for your support and your hard work. And until next time we have this glorious meeting, I want to remind you all to keep the magic high. This is Eric Dr. Verlock signing out.